because we haven't talked about it yet, Stetson Bennett and the incident over the weekend. Oh, my gosh. Same as before, you know, just concern and, you know, just I guess Stetson was down, uh, is in Texas training, and, uh, you know, just got sideways into something. And, yeah, I mean, just concern, like, man, you know, the guy's uh, big time in life right now with the NFL draft coming up and, uh so it's kind of a wake-up call, I guess. Have you been able to talk to anybody at Georgia about this? Now, who in Georgia is going to talk about this, Bill? Don't you know. i got to ask the question. <laughs> I mean, you think Kirby Smart's going to talk about this? I, 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 don't, I, thought, I, don't I thought you Smart's had an audio talk. clip with Kirby for me. That's what I thought. No, I don't have Kirby Smart talking about this. I don't think Kirby Smart's talked uh, since the championship game uh, with the media. I don't think Kirby's recruiting. Kirby's moving on. I don't. I don't think there's anything Kirby's. You know, Kirby's not his dad. I don't think Kirby's got anything to say about it. It's a former player, and uh, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but no, Georgia doesn't have a comment. I mean, he's a he's a former player. He's he's done at Georgia. I, I I tried to get his agent, uh, but you know, nobody's really saying anything. I mean, the guy got sideways, got arrested for public intoxication, and. You know, life goes on. What are they saying there in Mobile about it? Not much. He's not here, and, you know, he's not one of the quarterbacks. He's not projected to go in the first round. You know, they're talking about the first-round quarterbacks. They're talking about the guys that are here. Just it's kind of an off-the-radar thing. Is it a mistake that he's not there? I thought it would have been beneficial for him to come here. I really did. I thought that, you know, if he showed kind of the the grit and determination that, you know, helped him get to where he got at Georgia, that that would have kind of been a sign for an NFL team that, you know, hey, here's a guy that's, you know, ready to humble himself and get back to work. But obviously either he or his agents thought that it would be better if he didn't compete with the other quarterbacks that are here. And, I don't know, maybe rest on the game film. But, you know, the difference is all the all the decision makers are here. You know, like guys that have scouted you before, your scouts that have come and seen you, but, like, general managers, head coaches, like, they're here. And then they see you in person. And, and you want, you know, somebody to have some interest in you and observe. And so I, I kind of feel like it was a missed opportunity. But, you know, again, that's – it's a decision that him and his camp had to make. I mean, certainly in hindsight, being in Mobile, as opposed to what happened in Dallas, for sure would have been a better scenario. You've been going down there to the Senior Bowl since you lived in Alabama? A lot of times, not every year. But when there's enough guys from the team I cover, I come down here. How many Georgia Bulldogs are down there? I think four. You know, Kenny McIntosh is here. He's had a really good week. Chris Smith. Uh, Warren McClendon's here. You know, Warren was in that, that tragic accident. He's here. Uh, and Jack Podlesny, the kicker. So they got four guys here. Mike Griffith with us. The AJC's Dog Nation. 
He's down in Mobile where the Senior Bowl festivities are currently going on. What's the buzz down there right now? Is there any theme or any topic that's controlling the news? Um, not not really. I mean, it's interesting. This is the first time that um, that they haven't had like complete team staffs. They've kind of got staffs that are divvied up of other coaches. So there's a lot more teams involved in the coaching process is one thing. And, uh, you know, obviously the head coaching hires are being talked about by the NFL folks. Uh, I've stayed pretty insulated on, you know, again, the stories that I'm writing and what pertains right. to the, the George audience. So I've, I've just been watching, you know, you know, mostly Kenny and uh, and Chris, and they both they both played really well. You know, sometimes when a you know a guy comes that's on the team and he doesn't have like the rest of the team around him, you know, you, you're not really sure how they'll perform when you just put them in a vacuum. And both of those guys have just been standouts. I mean, Chris Smith looks like he could play cornerback in the NFL, and uh, you know, I thought he was you know he's a two time he was an All American there at Georgia and. And Kenny just he didn't get a whole lot of attention, you know. It seemed like every weekend, the TV people all they wanted to talk about was Stetson, and you know why not? I mean, it was such an interesting story, but kind of because of that, you didn't really hear about a lot of the other guys. And uh, Kenny was one of the guys that was a real star. You know, he's in the club with uh, Percy Harvin and I think Dexter McCluster. I think those are the only SEC players since 2000 to have. 800 rushing, 500 receiving, and 10 touchdowns. So he had a he had a hell of a year, and the, you know the NFL people know about him. I mean, that's the thing. Like the NFL people don't get wrapped up in the sideshow or the circus or the you know the oh the, the story to tell. They they look strictly at all right, who's going to help our team, and they value their value is based on that, not based on the story. So they. You know, they've, they've been in tune with Kenny uh, all year, and he's kind of been kind of the feature back. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens Saturday at the game. Anything new on Todd Monken flirting with NFL teams? Well, he did a couple job interviews, you know, with Baltimore and Tampa Bay, and uh, they had a booster event earlier this week, and Todd was there. And there were really no indications that, that he was leaving. Um, I think if, if Todd was down here, you know, oh, he's down here to support Kenny. So, you know, a lot of the hiring and interviews goes down in Mobile. It's kind of an unofficial NFL convention because, they, you know, there's literally hundreds of NFL people here. I mean, every team's got, you know, 12, 15 people here. It's just super heavily attended. There's so many NFL people here. It's kind of, like I said, it's an opportunity where a lot of guys looking for jobs will be down here or interviewing for jobs. But, but no, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's, it's probably too early to say for sure that he's staying in Georgia, but I think there's some growing optimism. And uh, from what I understand, I mean, you know, he's pretty engaged and in tune. And, you know, he helped finish up the recruiting class, and, and Georgia's kind of getting their, their prep in for, for spring ball. And, uh, you know, they – they think they can win another championship. I mean, they're not, you know, they haven't been afraid to say three-peat, which seems kind of, you know, out there because I don't know that they, I don't think anybody's done it. Not not in a year where there's been a consensus national champion. So, you know, but the players all think they've, you know, the guys that are returning think they're good enough. And then talking to the guys here at the Senior Bowl, you know, they're like, yeah. They're like, yeah, everybody, there's enough talent there. And then you look at Georgia's schedule. 
And uh, you're like, okay, well, it's conducive to, you know, another appearance in the SEC title game. You know, I guess, you know, Tennessee might have something to say about that. They're going to be pretty good next year, I think. Saw Jason Reitel a couple of days ago and talked to him off to the side and kidded around with him a little bit. And, uh, you know, he feels good about his team, obviously. And South Carolina, I guess you just never know. I mean, they got Rattler back, and, my gosh, the way they finished the year beating Clemson and Tennessee, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I really believe. I think South Carolina win the East, but, boy, maybe they can. I mean, he, Beamer's doing a great job. So, um, it'll be interesting. Georgia, dog, you just touched on this, but he said Monken being at that booster meeting, and, and again, you, you touched it there, is, I guess, I guess somewhat of a good sign, right? You just would think. Well, if that. he wasn't there, it would be a bad sign. That's right. kind of the way I looked at it, you know. But yeah. the fact, and then when he he wasn't just he was there, he was prominent. And, you know, he looked happy. You know, I I don't know what Todd's end game is. I don't know what you know anybody's end game is professionally. Does he think to himself, you know, eventually I want to be back in the NFL? Does he think, you know, my career won't be completed unless I win a Super Bowl? It's just really hard to know. You know, and you look at his track record, and, you know, he hasn't been anywhere. I think there's only one place he's been where he's been there more than three years. So, and it's kind of the nature of the job when you think about it. Um, I think I also read that if he comes back, it'd be his fourth season, and he'd be the longest tenured OC in the SEC. What, what does that tell you about the league, right? Wow. So, I don't know, but then again, you know, right now he's the highest paid uh or he was, I think he still is, the highest-paid assistant coach in the country. And he's got a really good situation to work with. He likes his quarterback's room. You know, the quarterback situation in some respects will be better. I know that it was pretty well documented. I think Stetson said him and Munkin butted heads. You know, that, that had to be kind of a, you know, not optimal in terms of his, you know, the way they had to communicate on game day through a third party. From what again Stetson told us all that, so maybe maybe it's attractive to come back and work, you know, try to win another title. I mean, him and Kirby seem to have a great working relationship versus jumping into some unknown waters in the NFL where your job security is well, anybody's job security is year to year. I mean, you saw the guy that was the Michigan OC, Josh Gaddis. He was assistant coach of the year in 2021. He goes to Miami, gets fired after one year. So. I don't know. It's hard to know what Munkin's situation is, but right now all systems seem to be go. Like, positive. Positive at Georgia. Griff, I know you do podcast work from time to time with Jeremy Pruitt. Are you hearing anything about the Alabama flirtation that's seemingly been on and off for quite a long time? Yeah, you know, I haven't done anything. You know, we did Jeremy through the championship game, or I did, and I only I texted with him a little bit yesterday, and he didn't really, you know, show his hand on anything, and I don't really push him for that. I mean, that's kind of sure. a, you know, I mean, that's that's pretty highly classified stuff. And you know, my my relationship with Jeremy isn't like it's like it's not like hey, tell me what you're doing. I need to know what you're doing. I want to be nosy. You know, when I talked to him about the Tennessee situation, it was obviously unresolved. Tennessee didn't want to pay him any buyout money. He thought he deserved some of that money. He has a lawyer. Tennessee has lawyers. 
you know, the NCAA has some role in the resolution. And it's just kind of one big thing sitting over there. Now, as far as the Tennessee football team, it doesn't affect them. I mean, Hypo said, in, you know, last year, you know, hey, this thing's a speed bump. You know, they're not, they're not even looking back. Tennessee's Tennessee football has moved way, way past this and moved on and doesn't even affect them, doesn't even play a role. You know, but, you know, there's lawyers involved and, you know, I don't know all the legalese of it, Bill, so I don't really have an answer for you because I don't really know. I, I don't know what would be involved. I mean, how would Alabama play into this? I mean, obviously they need a defensive coordinator. You know, Jeremy is an Alabama guy. He's won national championships there before as, as well as as Florida State's defensive coordinator. You know, but on the other hand, you know, he's got an unresolved case. And he's spending time with his family and doing well with his family. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I haven't been able to pick up on anything from Jeremy or any sense of, you know, frustration. Or it's just like, hey, this is the situation. And one way or another, it plays itself out. And in the meantime, he spends time with his family and, you know, makes the most of the, you know, break in life, I guess. Griff, one more for you. We'll let you go. Kirkland down in Macon, Georgia, wants to know if you think Carson Beck is the starter going into the spring. Well, he's the guy that is at the top of the depth chart, but they're not going to they're not going to pick a starter in the spring. They're going to wait. Kirby, this is Kirby's way typically. So, I would think. If if I were putting odds down, Beck would probably have the best odds, especially if Munkin returns because he's been there three years. And he was the number two guy going into 2021. And and from what I've seen, his, his arm looks great. Um, you know, but you've got two other really talented guys there. You know, Vandergriff and Stockton are both really good. But, but yeah, Beck's experience gives him the edge, especially if Munkin's coming back. That's That's fair to say, but again – that competition, man, it's going to go through the summer and into the fall, and and you just don't want to undersell any of those other kids because you don't know what they're going to do with their opportunity. Everybody's been getting better. You know, Munkin, you know, they interviewing those guys, they all talked about how much they learned from Munkin and how they'd rather be at Georgia as a backup under Munkin, you know, for a couple of years than somewhere else where, you know, they weren't learning as much or – you know, maybe didn't have the same championship opportunity eventually. So he carries a ton of weight. Uh, and I I haven't really seen those other guys play a whole lot. I mean, Georgia didn't give many snaps to other quarterbacks. I mean, it was it was kind of the Stetson Bennett show. You know, there was a lot of numbers that, you know, he put up a lot of numbers last year and, you know, earned his way to, I guess, the Heisman Trophy finalist. So We'll see what happens next year, but I think everybody that I've talked to feels really, really good about the quarterback room. So that's, you know, that's a positive sign for Georgia that, you know, there's there's not a lot of concern that, you know, there'll be drop-off there. Griff, safe travels to you. We'll see you next week. I appreciate it, Bill. You have a good week. Mike Griffith, AJC's Dog Nation.